That's the sound of Friday banging on the drums. It's 9.06 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Uh, One of your top stories is the judge in the Trump case in New York uh, is not going to give him a break and delay the fine at all. Uh, Not really a shocking headline. We'll get back to that and some of our other top stories. But right now, um, I'm talking to one of the most successful uh, realtors uh, in the area, Betsy Papine. Good morning, Betsy. How you doing? Good morning, Bob. Great to see you. It is great to see you. And as often as I talk about you, I don't get to see you nearly enough. So it is great. I know you're so busy. And some of the things you're busy on, because you believe with your success, you want to give back. And you don't just talk about it. You formed uh, a 501c3 called Papine Gives. Tell me what started that. Yes, one of our core values is impact. We really want to make an impact in the community that has been so gracious and generous to us. And we do that through a variety of activities and events. Um, Something that's coming up, as you know, Bob, is our second annual Greater Pickleball Tournament. And very excited to tell you about that. It's April 26th through 28th at Northside Courts and 300 Club. And you can get more information at pickleballbrackets.com. 100% of the proceeds goes to Habitat for Humanity, which is our main um, focus this year, trying to raise money to build yet another home for a cost-burdened family in Alachua County. Now, I believe it was, it might have been last calendar year, but is it true that that you gave over $50,000 to Habitat? We gave $50,000 last year. Our goal is to do that every year for the next 10 years. Yes. I mean, that is substantial. That does make a difference. That is absolutely giving back to the community. Now, the pickleball, uh, you know, I recently started playing. Well, I say recently, maybe two years, but um, tried to do a tournament and I think registered at a level that I wasn't ready for. (laughs) So it was definitely a learning experience. Um, So, But people that are experienced now and they're learning about it, but even beginners are all invited to this Greater Gainesville Pickleball Open, right? Absolutely. Levels 2.0, which is a beginner, all the way up to... 5.0, 5.0, which is a very advanced player. Yeah, I can't imagine playing someone like that. It's um, uh, it, it's you know what I like about pickleball is it's easy and it's hard. Yes, absolutely. When you're first learning it, if you're playing with other people of limited uh, experience, um, it's just it's just flat out fun. It continues to be fun, but it certainly gets a little more competitive. Yes, it does. And there's, it, a, there's a lot more to it maybe than meets the eye, too. Yes. As you advance, absolutely. But it's a really social sport, and it's very quick, fast-paced. So I think it appeals to a lot of a broad audience of people and ages, which I love. Yes. Well, I compare it to tennis because that's, you know, I've really enjoyed recreational tennis. But, yeah, you really got to make sure you've set up matches. You have to get the court time. And then it takes time to actually, you know, execute and and play the match. Whereas pickleball, and some people may not know this, but where there's like a public park and they have courts, a lot of times I know when I visit St. Pete, you literally almost any time of the day can walk up to a court. There's people playing and they will just rotate you right yep. in it's a great community of people isn't it. it yes i love the open play concept yes. and for anybody who thinks this is for old people you couldn't be more <laughs> wrong and i saw that in saint pete which used to be full of old people and it's not it's a very dynamic uh growing metropolis but um people of all ages are playing mm-hmm. i mean i saw a lot of people like in their 30s playing yep. yeah yeah well and uf has their own club now 
Wow. Yeah. Well, so this, look, it's a growing phenomenon. Um, So you're presenting this tournament. Now, this is your second pickleball tournament. Yeah, we had our first one last year. We had 267 players, which was phenomenal, and got the attention of Selkirk, which is a major pickleball paddle company in the United States. So they are now our title sponsor for this year's event. Oh, and as for people that don't know... That's the key to really raising funds is your sponsorship. You know, I've got the Bob Rose Golf Scramble coming up. Yep. You have one in December, right? Yes. Are you doing that again? Yes, in Golden Cow. Um, so, yeah, we know that that's really the money. You don't make money from the golfers per se. Right. Because you try to give back to them and they're helping out. But it's really the exposure and the sponsorship. So good for you. Yeah. That's great. How much will it cost uh, a person to enter the the pickleball open? Yes, it's seventy dollars to enter, and that gets you into one venue. So, like, if you wanted to play singles, it would be seven seventy. If you wanted to add doubles to it, it's an extra ten dollars. If you wanted to add mixed doubles to it, it's another ten dollars. So, it starts out at seventy, and it can go up to ninety depending on how many venues you play. And all the proceeds are going to, in this case, Habitat yep. for Humanity. Yes, absolutely. And now your Pepin Gibbs, yes. which is pepingibbs.com if people want to find out more about it. It's a 501c3. Uh, do you do more than just Habitat through that? We do. Um, right now we're focused only on Habitat, but we okay. also do special grants for people in the community that may need not so much an entire home, but something that needs to have rehabilitation or make it age in, aging in place for a cost burden family or making a home safer than it than it is today so yes we do have that i i've got to ask you this because i know your level of expertise and record-breaking home sales i know you've been involved in a lot how difficult is it especially for say a young couple first-time home buyers how difficult is it for them to break into the market so to speak it, it really is a problem um and that's why actually this is you know people don't realize it but it, Alachua County has the highest number of cost burden families because in, in our state, because the median sale price compared to the av- the median salary is there's such a discrepancy there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, it costs about 300,000 to get into a house right now. And that is really difficult for a first time home buyer. Well, I moved to Gainesville 22 years ago and I know over time values go up, but there's no way in the world that I could afford to buy the home that I had mm-hmm. today. Yeah. Just couldn't do it. Yeah. And so I wonder um, how difficult it is. I know there's programs out there and you work with people yes, and stuff like that, right? We do. And we're seeing more people go further and further outside of the center core, um, downsizing, going into condos and uh, manufactured homes, trying to get a lower price point. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, but boy, and the other thing is, is once people hear that, oh, the market's hot, the market's hot, then everybody thinks, well, then their property's golden. Yeah. <laughs> the house next door might have sold for 700K. That doesn't mean yours is. Exactly. And so I know you have to deal with that on a regular basis. All right, so Habitat for Humanity, and I know you do other community-based events. Give me an example of some other things you're involved with. I know you get... Like the people that work for you. Mm-hmm. You, do, you guys oh, do yeah. like activities and we stuff. Do. Last night we were at Ronald McDonald serving um, family, 75 people for, that are staying in the Ronald McDonald house um, because their children are, are sick and in the hospital. Um, we do build days for Habitat where we're helping actually, we don't just give the money. We're actually on site alongside with the family that's going to be moving into the home, building the home. Um, we go to St. Francis House and feed the homeless. We go to Grace Marketplace. Uh, we really, again, one of our core values is impact, and we really do believe in giving back. 
We love the Ronald McDonald House. In fact, we're the official radio sponsor, oh, okay. and yeah, yeah, we've done uh, uh, lots of things involving charities that have benefited them. So yeah, nice. We're all about that. All right, so we've got the Greater Gainesville Pickleball Open April twenty sixth through the twenty eighth. Right. And where's the where's the best place to register? Would that be Papine Gibbs? No, go to pickleballbrackets.com. That is the main portal for all things pickleball. So pickleballbrackets.com, you register there. And if you're interested in being a sponsor, um, you can get information on our website or call our office at 352-226-8474. And real quick, because I was talking about all the things you do in the community, you have all kinds of seminars on a regular basis. A lot of those, uh, there's no cost for them. Right. Teaching people how to do like an Airbnb uh, things like that. Very helpful information that you share with people through, you know, some of them, you may have made mistakes. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> yes, and, and share you can save people a lot of money by avoiding some pitfalls and mistakes. And you've got a senior seminar coming up. And this is all things that as your life changes and you head into the senior years, everything that's involved with that, right. you touch on that in the seminar, and it's free of charge. Free of charge. It's next week. You can get more information on our website. It's really just we're trying to be a resource to the community for all things senior. I was faced with that with my own mother having some health issues, and I didn't know where to turn. So it's really, it's not just housing. It's how to get health care, how to um, get meals if you need meals, how to fill that gap when you are, are there in a crisis. Um, and sometimes people just don't know where to turn. So we want to be that resource for the community. That is is awesome. I think that's a, a very much a needed service. Thank you for, for all you do for the community, Betsy. It's always a pleasure. Great, great having you. All right. being here. Betsy Papine, uh, you can go to papinegives.com. You can go to papinerealty.com for more information for the pickleball. Go to pickleballbrackets.com and hopefully I'll be seeing you and everybody else at the end of uh, April and we'll have some fun. Awesome. Thanks, Bob. Alright, thank you. It is 9.15. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. More headlines on the way and 30 minutes away from things that make you smile on 97.3 The Sky. There are really two issues that every Republican can unite on. Afternoons at three. The border and stopping the deficit of the federal government. It's unsustainable. On News Talk 97.3, the sky. Would you like to be a fly on the wall when... You know, the AT&T techies are getting together. And what they're really talking about with that failure yesterday. I saw one article that said 35,000 uh, people reported that their service was down. And then I wow. saw another one, 70,000. Yeah. Get out of here. It was like in the millions. But I think they only want to count those who may have actually reported it. Oh, uh, well. How could you report it if your phone wasn't working? Exactly. Come on, and, you got to send them a look, letter? Come on. And look, I'm not picking on them per se Uh, other companies other uh uh cell providers were impacted a lot of people were impacted i think yeah they might be minimizing this a little bit what what's the latest i I saw uh oh it's a software glitch yeah yeah that's it yeah yeah in incorrect process in question yeah, let's see. Uh, application in. Yeah, I already had that one. Where's the other one that talks about? Yeah, it talked about software. Wait a second. Are you telling me <clears throat> that 
something came up on your corporate screen. It said, update your software, <laughs> and you push do it now. Uh, oh, no. You push do it now, and uh, the whole darn thing came crashing down, and you wonder why we hesitate to do that. You know, I just did that this morning, actually. Did you really? Otherwise, sometimes it wants to reset in the middle of the show. So well, that's better to do it ahead of time. A part, that's part of the problem is some of the things, people's phones were impacted yes. as well as not getting yep. service. They were locked in certain modes. Like SOS mode or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. And wouldn't do anything. Crazy. It's all crazy. Um, pharmacies, were yep. they impacted by it? Sure, they could be. They're also impacted by cyber attacks. Listen to this. Pharmacies across the country are facing delays in the wake of a cyber attack against the healthcare tech giant Change Healthcare, a leading prescription processor, processor, okay. which said it was, quote, experiencing a network interruption related to a cybersecurity issue. Mm-hmm. Once we became aware of the outside threat, In the interest of protecting our partners and patients, we took immediate action to disconnect our systems to prevent further impact. Smart. Yeah, absolutely. That's what you got to do. Look, I I said this before. I'll just run through it real quick. For every, uh, apparently for everybody, at least that's government employed that works on cybersecurity, I think it was uh, FBI Director Ray said that just like in one country, say China, for every one that we have protecting us, there's 50 trying to hack us. 50 for every one we have. And I think that might even be an underestimation, and that just comes from one country. You've got people in Russia doing that. You've actually got people around the world, but probably a concentration in, in China and Russia. And it's impacting us, and I think this is another one of those tip of the iceberg issues. And yet, we still are way too reliant on cell service and the internet. Way too reliant on it. Now, you know, that could have been something maybe we dealt with when Obama spent billions on shovel-ready projects. Hmm. Where'd that go? maybe strengthen our defenses um, instead of pouring tens of millions, hundreds of millions into Solyndra that later went belly up. Yeah, that didn't work out well. Yeah. No, not so much. And all these other uh, infrastructure things that Joe Biden has promised. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, this country kind of needs it going over, if you will. Yeah. Some of the highway systems, bridges, we know are decaying, and there's issues with those. Our infrastructure as far as uh, our power grid. And at the same time, when we don't have an efficient, solid power grid, at that same time, Biden's out there mandating for electric cars. Yeah. Uh, You've got the governor of California mandating for electric cars there, and even stricter kind of way in california uh you might have a choice on some days and this is not an exaggeration you're either going to run your ac mm-hmm. or you can charge your vehicle you can't do both Ugh. and in some oh. cases you may not be able to do either or either one because there's a brownout or a blackout rolling blackouts that they do 
mm-hmm. to keep the grid from completely melting down. And they're the same. That's the same state that's going to mandate you get an electric vehicle. And and I guess Biden's people saw that and said, "Man, that is a model we can follow." <laughs> no. Well, what are they modeling? A disaster. Exactly. Mm. Chaos. Yep. Disaster. Problems. Breakdown. More command and control for sure. Yeah. All right. We're going to turn the frowns upside down in about 15 minutes. Things that make you smile. More headlines and uh, some fun stuff. Yeah. I'm going to find some fun stuff for you next on 97.3 The Sky. Hang in there. Here's what's trending on the sky. President Donald Trump's ongoing legal battles. The news that's trending. Pay $355 million. Crooked judge. Prepared to post bond as they appeal. The news that's now. Nukes in space. The threat is very serious. You can't be number one on Earth if you're number two in space. Alexei Navalny was murdered. His mother pleading to release her son so she can bury him properly. Now more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The sky. When you need to know the economy and inflation, you need the sky. How can we not focus on the invasion of America first? Because Joe can't do the job. And by the way, his policies are horrible. Everywhere. So easy to listen to on my smart speaker. Play 97.3 The Sky. 97.3 The Sky. Even the tooth fairy impacted by inflation. Impacted? You like that? Yeah, see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Should I brush up on my humor? <laughs> ah! That was good. Yeah. It's just Friday. thinking for other stuff, and it's it just Friday. all of a sudden it went, nope, <laughs> it's a 9 o'clock hour. You call it the 9 uh, o'clock stretch. Your brain has already been stretched out. Yeah. I have to use all eight cylinders of my brain to pull off a four-hour show. Maybe people could do it with less. I can't. Yeah, the tooth fairy. Actually, I, I don't think it's fair that they say the tooth fairy is feeling the pain of high inflation. Uh, no. The tooth fairy is just an intermediary. Right? Yeah, the delivery. The tooth fairy doesn't will, yeah. actually pay, but I don't want to explain too much. Anyway, the average amount of cash left under the pillow by the tooth fairy um, dropped to $5.84 on average, 6% lower than the previous year. Okay? All right. And the worst place to be to lose a tooth as far as payback goes. That's in the South and Midwest. In the Midwest, a worth, uh, the worth of a lost tooth fell by 36%. All the way down to an average of $3.63 in the Midwest. Um, now, the South, the value dropped to five fifty one per tooth. So really, the worst place would be in the Midwest, where you came from, Greg. Man, I wonder why. What's the deal with? Oh, I heard that your tooth fairy wore yeah. boots. Sorry, that's an old Black Sabbath reference. I didn't expect okay. you to get it. Well, uh, yeah, Jefferson County, just outside of the St. Louis County, like the meth capital of the Midwest, so maybe that contributes to it. The teeth aren't worth as much. Or they're losing them so much quicker because of the meth oh, that, that the, the value actually goes down because yep. it's, there's, uh, there, it's diluted. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right, so anyway, see? What's Joe Biden doing about that, huh? What have you done for us lately, Joe? How about those secure borders? Hey, um, we haven't been mooned for a very long time. What? It was time to get mooned.
America. America has returned to the moon. Ah, that moon. After a 52-year absence. Mr. Moon, did you miss us? Uh, The unmanned spacecraft touched down on the lunar surface shortly before 6.30 Thursday evening. We can confirm without a doubt that our equipment is on the surface and we are on the moon, they said from a television (laughs) studio in the desert. (laughs) One giant... No. Mm. One small step for man. One giant leap for mankind. Neil Armstrong, he was in the right place at the right time. Uh, on the moon. First While time, we were sitting here on a flat earth. The first time the United States had a new presence on the lunar surface since NASA's Apollo 11 flight. That was back in 1969. Wow. That's crazy, mm-hmm. isn't it? Wow. So what are we going to do when we're up there? I mean, we already have Tang. I know. What, what, what else did they invent? Velcro? Did that come from that or not? Probably. Oh, remember the little uh, those little breakfast sticks, like in cellophane? I forget what they were called. Tasted a little mm. funky, but they were they were all right. We got mm. that. Hmm. Yeah. Did you get any like space dust or anything? Mm. Nah. No. Nah. Okay. All right. So is this a big deal? I think to the average American, though. And and maybe it is. And maybe there's some scientific stuff that we are capable of experimenting with, things mm-hmm. that we can do now that we couldn't do 50 years ago. But i got to tell you, the overall feeling is, and I, I don't want to rain on anybody's parade, but it's sort of like a little bit of been there, done that. Yeah. And this isn't even manned. Right. So that's even <laughs> less interesting. Which is which is sad that you would downplay. It's still a huge achievement. Sure. You know, even in the modern era. But, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, I've been there, done that. Mm-hmm. What, yeah, what are we doing next? Right. Well, we're going to be mining is what we're going to be doing next. Mm. Yeah, we're going to start chisel, uh, chisel away at the moon. And then what's going to happen is it's going to affect our tides. And the oh. tides are going to rise. Mm-hmm. And then everybody on the left will go, see, Al Gore we right. told you global yeah. warming was real, and see. now the oceans are rising. Yeah. It's like, no, it's because you're mining the moon. Actually, if we really can mine the moon, the Chinese are going to get up there and get ahead of us on it. They've, already, they've probably already got the rights to oh, it. Oh, I'm quite certain. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're mining the moon, not digging into it. Landmining it. Oh, whoa! Now we're talking. Gosh, I don't know why my mind went to something but, so but it was nasty. Funny. It was funny though. Hmm. Vote for me for president. I'll get things done. <laughs> Mister Compassion. Yeah, <laughs> Bob Rose. So Colorado, Mountain where you can high. smoke your weed without anybody from the law bothering you, right? And it's not just smoke. Oh my gosh. I was out there. I went into one of those stores a couple of years ago. I was out in, uh, I was out skiing in Colorado. Uh huh. And Greg, they've got everything. Really? Any candy, cookies, <laughs> chocolate. Wow. Really? Yeah. Man, when we were growing up, you had to go to the waterbed store, and that was in the back. <laughs> and that was just to get your uh, 
bubble, bubble, <laughs> bubble, bubble thing. Bong. It is, right. a, it is amazing everything that they've put the stuff in nowadays, isn't it? It really is, though. Uh, yeah, and as much as I was, like, very libertarian on the whole thing, I mean, locking people up for smoking the weed, I, I never meant that to be, like, it's perfectly okay to, you know, put THC in your body every day all the time. I probably don't no. think that, you know, I'm not a scientist, but I don't think that's probably in your best interest. No. Yeah. But a small Colorado town, maybe they got off the weed for a couple of days, started thinking straight. Mm-hmm. They unanimously voted to affirm its designation as a non-sanctuary city. Don't be bringing your sanctuary city stuff around here. After the progressive mayor of Denver admitted that his city is hitting its breaking point with the influx of migrants. Hmm. Yeah, I, I understand they were. They were, like, busing them out to anywhere else to get them out of Denver. That's kind of old school, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You had, you had like, a vagrant yeah. uh, sheriff come along and say, uh, uh, get in here, you old dirty scoundrel. Let me give you a ride to the county line. You well, become someone else's problem. Well, now they just bring them to, uh, to Gainesville. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Seems like it anyway. That's yeah, true. Uh, the mayor of Monument, a rural municipality sitting between Colorado Springs and Denver, uh, joined Fox and Friends on Wednesday to criticize Denver's use of local resources to support non-citizens. The goal is to make sure that Denver knows that we will not be accepting any busloads of migrants into our community. Wow. The main reason is that we don't have a budget that matches theirs, and we won't utilize taxpayer funds for the support of what they've decided to take on themselves as a self-declared sanctuary city. Are there movements going on in other places that are calling for the redesignation of their cities as non-sanctuary? As they see these kinds of expenditures, I've made an example of New York City. Remember how Mayor Adams was just oh, yeah. so irritated with, you know, how dare, you know, the governor of Florida or Texas or whatever, you know, send people on a bus to New York City. How dare they? Yeah. But they designate themselves a sanctuary city. And if you don't have the resources there, mm-hmm. what makes you think that these little border towns have resources? Oh, of course, they don't. No. But now, and I think it was Congresswoman Kat Kamek said, or maybe it was one of the sheriffs said, you know, every town in America now is a quote-unquote border town mm-hmm. to some extent. Uh, and, and that's true. So, I, but I haven't heard taxpayers being demanding. There, I saw a meeting of some Chicago residents that were calling with dealing with the issue. I don't know if they were saying we don't want to be designated a... Uh, a sanctuary city anymore, but they were obviously very unhappy with their local government. They, especially people on the lower socioeconomic rung of the ladder, they're the ones that feel the impacts first. Mm-hmm. Has to do with jobs, suppression of wages, criminal activity, safety in the streets, et cetera, et cetera. Let's go to the Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and talk to Donnie. You're on the air. Morning, Bob. Hey, how did the Stampers get this reputation for sending people all over the country? My understanding is, is he sent like two planes 
to Martha's Vineyard, which was genius. But it's Greg Abbott is the, the hero here who sent about 100,000 uh, all across the country, which obviously pales to what Biden has sent all over the country. But DeSantis really hasn't done that. Everybody says it on the news. DeSantis has not been sending people anywhere. No, but he has been proactive in trying to thwart uh, efforts or make it or or to not make it any easier. You know, like getting a driver's license if you're an illegal, stuff like that. So he doesn't have, we don't have the influx like Texas. Now, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean we don't have any influx. I believe we do. I believe that I have seen... Uh, several buses, and I believe that that was exactly what they were doing, was dropping some of these folks off in more outlying communities. Yeah, those white, unmarked buses exactly. in the dark of early morning, as I recall. Yeah, Betsy yeah. saw one in uh, Keystone uh, just the other day. Really? That is not a community that, you know, can mm-hmm. support, um, you know, immigrants because there is um, there's a lot of people there already that struggle and the community does the best they can to kind of help those folks out right but um no they're not in a position to take in a bunch of people certainly not you know (laughs) jobs are not plentiful but yeah i I just wonder will there be Hmm. a kind of a push against it or just vote out all the democrats it's probably easier I wish we uh, could make it that easy. Some folks just seem to be in a rut. Yeah, that's one way of saying it. I was being kind. You were. And that's your nature. (laughs) Be true to your nature, Greg. 947 on the Bob Rose Show. You know what we need? What's that? Not more cowbell. We need more positive thoughts. Uh, We need some upbeat thoughts. We need count your blessings. That's right. Things that make you smile. Brought to you by Robin Larson Dental is next. Call in now. 8. 779-759825. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Trump isn't causing chaos. Our enemies are causing chaos. Weeknights at 6. They're the ones indicting him. They're the ones filing endless motions. They're the ones getting these outrageous decisions. 97.3 The Sky. Friday, and that makes that makes me smile. Oh yeah. Uh, now it's your turn to chime in. Eight seven seven nine seven five nine eight two five. It is time for things that make you smile. Brought to you by the best dentist in the whole world, Robin Larson Dental. And good morning, Kaz. What's making you smile? Hi, sir. Thank you so much. Been listening to you all morning. Um, this really makes me smile. You talked about the Boy Scouts and such, and. Um, the Eagle Scouts. My brother, Jeff, um, he's up in Pennsylvania, not far from where um, the plane went down with 9-11 things. But anyway, little town. He helped all these boys, including his sons, to go through everything. They went to Boy Scout camp every summer. They earned their badges. They worked their butts off. They made their own hoagies. They went door to door, and they got Eagle Scouts. And it is still happening in little towns like that. He even still saves um, young boys still, um, helps him, you know, work because he does construction. And it is still 
beautiful, sir. It's still going on, at least in the small town. Oh, that that is good news. That makes me smile. It also makes me smile that you said hoagie. For people that don't know, that's a sub. There you go. (laughs) Uncle Mike, what's making you smile? Uh, Good morning, gentlemen. Yeah, tomorrow's a full moon. In other words, the farmer's moon, and uh, it's time to start your gardens. Yeah. Get those gardens going. I might actually do, I don't know, some tomatoes or something. I say that every year, but I'm really thinking about it. It's hard to find good tomatoes. Uh, Let's go to Backyard Bob. What's making you smile? Hey, Bob, uh, just bringing back my childhood every time I watch the Five or Fox News and I see the uh, judge playing or Gilligan playing the part of the judge. just makes me smile. Have a good day. That, yep, bringing back some memories. Mark, what's making you smile? Hey, good morning. Um, hey, at least it's backyard Bob and not front yard Bob washing your car. But what's making me smile was your coverage of Tang, the instant breakfast drink with a full day supply of vitamin C. I remember the 1970s advertisements in between Gilligan's Island and the Brady Bunch. Yep, and then the Wonder Bread. Oh, yeah. yeah. Builds bodies. 12, 12 ways. ways. Yep. Builds strong bodies. Strong bodies, 12 ways. Wow. Don't mind the gluten. What that stuff. That detail. Thanks, everybody. Coming up next, The Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Misinformation. Whether it's from the mainstream media or your brother-in-law's Facebook posts, you need the sky to cut through this static of election 2024. Every move. You need leadership, and this country does not have leadership. Every candidate. We defeated a dozen of the fellas. I just got one more fella I got to catch up to. I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. Your election headquarters. If we don't win, I think our country is finished. News Talk 97.3. The sky. Time now for the Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Grayson County, Texas, an alleged home intruder, forced his way into a home armed with a hammer. The homeowner attempted to get the man to leave, but was struck by the hammer. The homeowner responded by shooting the alleged intruder and then calling 911. The guy with the hammer, he did survive. But the lesson? Don't bring a hammer to a gunfight. And that's your smoking gun. The smoking gun is brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. On behalf of Greg Cassidy, I'm Bob Rose. God bless you and your family. Have a great, safe weekend. See ya.